Sultans of Slam for February 25th, 2016. I am Lee. I am joined by, here comes the money, Andrew. It's Austin. Hi. Uh, hello. <laughs> uh, so we, it was been one month to the day we recorded our last podcast, which was on January 25th, just after the Royal Rumble, correct? Yeah, we did a show yeah. after that, yeah. Huh. We kind of thought, you know, we're, we're going to let, let them build, and then all yeah. of a sudden it kind of went, like, I went on vacation, and then j- j- we just disappeared. Yeah. And also, we didn't really miss anything. No. Uh, th- there's no angles that existed when we last recorded that haven't been completely changed or abandoned now. For example, uh, how did that Bray Wyatt, Brock Lesnar thing for WrestleMania shake out? Well, uh, it went nowhere. Yeah. It actually was just abandoned altogether. It was, it was, it was, it was disregarded after it yeah. happened, and then there was no heat built from it whatsoever, and they've pretty much gone in separate directions. Well, let's do this in order. Uh, first, let's talk about the Raw where Daniel Bryan retired. Of course, he, uh, he announced during the day on Twitter that day, and this was a few weeks ago at this point, uh, that Brian Danielson, or Daniel Bryan, as he's more Daniel com- Bryanson? No, known in the common <laughs> vernacular, uh, said he was going to retire from wrestling, or rather he had to retire from wrestling uh, due to compounded injuries, concussions, whatever. Something was not right. Uh, and that was it. He he could not return to the ring. And he never spoke of what it was. Really, it was really interesting that he like he's not, he's not give us his entire <laughs> medical history. I, I, but. Yeah, I mean a dozen concussions. I don't know if he needs to go into more depth. But, but than he, that. he did. He did say though. He they found something. Yes. It wasn't like oh we had this oh we found a mysterious concussion that was yeah. just in the back of your head. Like well, no, it's what 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 did they did they find something like I understand that concussion damage can show. Mo- oh, yeah. weeks, months, years later. Well, truth, truth be told, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, concu- like This is kind of a new thing. Uh, it's coming out in football a lot. Uh, Will Smith was in a movie about it. Uh, we, we don't know the the uh, prolonged damage of concussions. Other than, of course, obviously, a human's not supposed to experience a lot of those. No. Uh, but w- from the angle of, let's say Daniel Bryan is in a car accident, or Daniel Bryan's, Bryan Danielson, uh, oh. is in a car accident five years from now. Uh, it, and that and that's the concussion that puts him over. Or if he only has so many more of these, or if he's in a state of health where you know every every bump from here on out is going to put your life in danger. This guy wants to start a family. Uh, he made the right call. And today we heard also that TJ Kidd uh, is alluded to that he may also be forced into retirement. Of course, he has the same injury that Stone Cold Steve Austin and Edge uh, well, uh, he, suffered. That well, he yeah. also they also compared it to uh, Superman. Uh, uh, Christopher Reeves. Yes, Christopher yeah. Reeves. Thank you. Who? But it, it was more severe. It was the same injury. Yes. But this one was actually Christopher Reeves, who was injured uh, historically in a match with Smojo as well. <laughs> uh, that guy's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you What do you say to I that? No, I had nowhere to go with that joke. I was making a stupid joke. Uh, Andrew is, of course, watching a hockey game off to the side here. That's okay. Sports. I'm pe- I'm peering. That's- Periodically, I'm just interested. Uh, Let's talk about sports entertainment. That's right. And entertainment. (laughs) Oh, how it was. But, you know what? I I came back really late into Daniel Bryan's run. Sure. When he he was big. I I faded for a bit. We both... uh, You entered back in a long time ago because you watched it kind of periodically well, i was yeah. i was i was ingrained in it when i was younger and then there was a he while he was I injured when i jumped into wrestling okay uh recent most recently when he came back it was uh uh when they w- raw needed a when the authority was out after survivor series when cena's team won when ziggler single-handedly oh, defeated yeah. the heel team 
uh, and the authority was ousted, the first Raw manager was Daniel Bryan. That was his first return after being injured. Shortly after that, he eventually worked his way back into the roster and then, of course, had a big spot at WrestleMania winning the IC title. After that, he was injured again, and that was it for him. Uh, me me, and my wife kind of learned about Daniel Bryan and, and kind of started, you know, finding him endearing and whatnot through Total Divas. Which you're just you want to that's just a good wholesome dude that you want to see succeed that just all he wants is to friggin wrestle and, uh, and it was always funny because because yeah. was really you, you think when you watched his character and like the, the, the yes movement was that it was it was meant to be a joke at first mm-hmm. and kind of kind of goofy and then as it, both sank in the WWE are. yeah <laughs> well it, it, it really it really just sank into everything and yep. everyone and it became the power of positivity and then when you watch Total Divas you really realize that underneath it all and it wasn't planned it's his personality yep. he really does live through the power of positivity everything yes. in his life is po- positive he looks at the positives he looks, he's real re- sorry yeah He's realistic towards everything in life. And he's genuine. Really, he's thank you. Yes, uh, and and his a... <laughs> and his retirement speech speech came off that way as well. Uh, a lot oh. of, a lot of people who've been watching wrestling for much longer than me were like that was something else. And yeah, sure, completely off the cuff. It yeah. was it was just honest. It was pure. His family was sitting in the front. He loves suicide dives. He, yeah. Oh, he loves suicide dives. <laughs> who does? It the one appeared in every Raw match that I watched this week. I'm pretty but sure. But I I, I I would I I know he's done. I know he's retired. Yep. I, I know he's going to move on to different things. I really wish that it could be something that we could still see him from within the company. Yeah. It's, it's, it hasn't been said what he's going to do. He hasn't said that he's not coming back to do things off air. But uh, that, apparently that... earlier he's, he's booked for, for some shows, whether he's just making a quick appo- uh, appearance or something. Like, this is a guy that can definitely still be used to put people over. Yeah. Uh, or, or, you know, again, they, WWE was at one point offering him, like, a, a training contract or something like that. Or, like, I don't know if that's just for the remainder of his contract because they are still paying this dude. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's, you know, if he wants to still be involved with the business, I'm sure they'd love to have him. But at a certain point, if he can't do, if he can't do it, if he can't wrestle, how much does he want to be around it, uh, it, it as well? You know, Tyson Kidd as well. That was definitely a guy backstage that was a a huge presence, and uh, especially at the training center and stuff like that. But yeah, I actually didn't know that until you just dropped that. Just just rumored. Uh, I know, but Natty Instagram something that was very. I haven't even heard that rumor. Yeah, and even right now, I feel crushed. I loved. I I don't know why. I can't explain it. This goes back to the Hard Dynasty when 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 he uh, he came in with Natty and uh, British Bulldog Son. I can't. I, I, I'm sorry. I can't remember his first name. He was never my. He was not never TJ my guy. Kid. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. but 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 kid. When I when I when I first saw Kid and the stuff he did, and like how small he was, and but the stuff he could do. Yeah. As a smaller person, it was so impressive. Uh, uh, akin to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Kindred uh, spirits. Very, very yeah. much. They were very much are. And now yeah. an injury and possible re- possibly early retirement, mm-hmm. they end up the same way. So this, in this, yeah. possibly in the same place. So and, I mean, they're, and they're far from the only ones. Obviously, we know. Oh, yeah. yeah, someone like Asina or Rollins will be back. No update on Randy Orton. Well, technically speaking, um, HBK should have, but he mysteri- he, he yeah. mystically spiritually it, got and healed. It's, and it's also yeah, it's also kind of over for like for a lot of the, the you know he, he could show up in some capacity and take probably one bump or something to, like, to a degree. But he wait, really just, yeah. he's like, I'm done. I'm satisfied. But, but is that I what you want? Run. Do you want them to bring back that legend for the one sad geezer bump? No. Uh, and we're going to get into that more with the Raw, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, uh, you know, farewell to Daniel Bryan. Uh, I hope you land on your feet and all that. And uh, Brie looks like she's departing as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe not as profound loss as Daniel <laughs> Bryan is on the company. Uh, but, but, you know, Brie, to Brie's credit, she always tried. She tried to get better. She had a respect for the company. 
uh, and and really got it in a way that Nikki does as well. Whether whatever you feel about the Bella Twins, they understand how things work. Uh, so so farewell to the, both of them. Uh, we can talk briefly on Titus O'Neil, uh, who, oh, yeah, who will is, not be appearing. This is, this at is so this is this is cut and dry. You know, the first time I watched this, yeah. I, re- I was really in defense. And just to recap, after the Daniel Bryan thing, they were going off air. Uh, Daniel Bryan was w- walked on the stage where everybody was. Yeah, he hugs the whole, the whole locker rooms out on whole locker on the rooms ramp. out on the yeah. stage. He uh, he goes up. Vince actually asks for the hug yeah. and gets it from Daniel Bryan. Whether there's a little bit of you know animosity between them because of the way this went down, I, I don't on, feel on, that I there was. I don't yeah, feel yeah, there was. Yeah. But the reports kind of make it seem like that, yeah. but there might, there might not have been. We're just trying to look it into something where there's nothing. Yeah. yeah. So basically, Daniel walks off stage and as Vince turns to walk off. Titus grabs him. Now, the first yeah. time I watched this. I kind of went in Titus's defense that, that it was supposed to be a playful yet strong gesture. But then when I watched it a couple of more times, I really do feel like he just kind of did it needlessly, like, and it was very forceful. Yeah, okay, so there's a couple different angles on this, and everybody's got their own opinion. Uh, and then it, it results in the suspension, which is a totally another thing we can discuss. But yeah. uh, Titus grabbed Vince. Titus Titus's defense is he, he grabbed Vince to be like, oh, ladies first, let Stephanie... Let Stephanie exit the stage first before you, and grabbed him playfully during a moment where Vince was not having it. And this is an old, frail man. Let's like he's built as hell, uh, but still, you don't grab someone sternly like that in, in the moment. It was it was inappropriate. Uh, and Vince, well, and he's your boss. Yeah, he's, a, he's your whether, boss. Whether, whether whether it's out in the public, yeah, I uh, go kayfabe or not, yeah, you you don't do that. No. And uh, the other thing was uh, apparently, you know, people have been that there's been an increased amount of that. This isn't the first time, uh, I'm to understand, and people have been kind of getting away with little things like that here and there, and Vince is just not for it. Oh, so they actually made an example out of him. Is the, I, I think that's you the think case. That's the case? Uh, but the, the, it's way over the top, man. Like, they originally suspended him for 90 days. Uh, it hit all the, the, you know, the news outlets and whatnot, and it got, it got reduced to 60, which means he's still missing WrestleMania. Uh, not that Titus O'Neil would have been involved in it past the friggin' Battle Royale. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh... Uh, but, but, you know what? Like, definitely a mid, mid-Carter guy that you could have used during all this build-up. I don't know what the, you know, again, uh, maybe this was the perfect time to make an example of someone. 60 Days seems way out of line, it's... especially considering Vince went out on Monday Night Raw and dropped... Uh, we, this is an explicit podcast, if you didn't know that. Vince said fuck on Raw, who has most recently fired someone for saying prick on a non-televised house house show and they've, they've also uh, they've also broken other rules i mean the rocks talking towards a story of lana yes when he made his return that one night on raw or when it, in miami after yeah uh, the rumble or when it was uh actually no it was the same night that vince dropped the f-bomb uh with the blood yeah that is and it was, was blood. It this, was, this most recent rock yeah well we'll, yeah. Talk, we'll talk we'll talk about that later but the blood pack incident that that happens uh that's also Against it, it, it crosses the line of the PG rating that they're, yeah. that they're trying to stick. Not to mention the regulations of that the agreement that they have Absolutely. with the USA Network. So, yeah, and it, you know what? Uh, swears are going to be said. Uh, obviously, Vince probably not heavily scripting himself. He knows the bullet points he has to hit. Sometimes he completely jump, jumbles it. Yeah. Uh, if he's introducing a match, I remember the one versus all match. He seemed like he was talking himself in circles and didn't quite say what he meant to. Uh, Royal Rumble was the same thing when they were like, you're going to defend your title in the Royal Rumble against everybody. He jumbled that a bit and that had to be reiterated by Michael Cole. Uh, but for the most part, Vince is f- okay. How much How much of that, though, is the fact that they're walking 
and I, I can't believe I'm going to defend Michael Cole on this. Sure. <laughs> They're having to walk a tightrope. Yeah. On what they can say and what they can't, whereas, and I, this is totally going off on a, on a nostalgic hit here, but you, t- you go to the olden days and they're like, hey, we had, we had these guidelines, but we're, we're, we're still a little loose on them, where now yep. as Vince has things the commentators can and cannot say. Yes. No hospital, medica- medical he, facility. He's micromanaging like, and it makes him seem like a crazy person, especially when he's hypocritical and he's not willing to set the example of, hey, maybe I don't say fuck on Raw in front of all these kids. Yep. Uh, maybe that's not not something I do. Later in the evening, Paul Heyman said, "Pissed off." That got bleeped out. Yep, uh, which, I, which I couldn't understand, but okay. Uh, pissed off is not cool on cable. Someone, apparently. someone, and, and someone, I, I, and I apologize to anyone who finds this offensive, but they 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 actually I don't know if it's in the states they do this, yeah. but in Canada they someone said "God damn," they censored "God," yeah, but not the "damn." It's it's all semantics. Uh, Vince also most recently gave someone the finger during a live event. Like, it's on video. Vince yeah. McMahon got upset with someone yelling at something from the crowd and just gave him the finger. Uh, so, you know, if you're, if you're holding your, uh, your athletes up to a certain standard and you're willing to go so far as to suspend a man, like, his livelihood for 90 days rather than just finding him or making it a third, you know, banning him for, you know, Black History Month, ironically. <laughs> uh, whatever you're going to do, like, keep it consistent. Uh, and I think morality will be affected. Uh, def- you, it should be, especially oh, when yeah. you look at the mania card and you look at w- how people are positioned and where they're kind of seating everybody. And then you have Vince McMahon go out and, and do and say things that no one else can do and say. Shane McMahon obviously is going to take a bump that no one will be allowed to do at mania, whether he's involved in the match or not. Let's be honest. Uh, that's going to happen. Uh, it's consistency. If your boss is doing something that you have been told you will be fired over not doing, uh, it's it's going to affect morality. Well, there you have it. Yeah, Vince, you should not be be on uh, reproach. No, not yeah. w- whatsoever. There's you should not be beyond reproach. Nope. Saying that suspend is a, yourself. Is a tongue twister. <laughs> Vince, find yourself. And you know what? Let's get into Fastlane, because honestly, they should be fined for this entire pay-per-view. Yeah, yes. Uh, let's just run it, run it down. So the build-up to Fastlane was... You know what? Like, that's how, and that's, <laughs> and maybe that's why we didn't do a podcast, because it was... No, it was there was for, nothing to say. There was nothing to say. You, you, Each, you could walk into the pay-per-view and be yeah. up to date right there. I, I Between Royal Rumble and Fastlane, what spun out of it, uh, there was nothing interesting. They, they were building up things that they didn't even have the gall to... to to follow up on, and I'm referring specifically to Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. They were built up as brothers for a month, and they're going to be in this triple threat. Okay, so first off, let's go back <laughs> to the Royal Rumble, where Triple H doesn't pull any shenanigans. He pulled a number and entered the Royal Rumble, as far as we know. They didn't work an angle where he was going to be like, I'm going to go in last. None of that. Presumably, Triple H entered himself in the Royal Rumble and happened to be picked last. As viewers, that's all we know. He didn't go in there with just Roman Reigns remaining. He went in there. There was still, I think, uh, was Jericho, Jericho or Ziggler or someone was still in the uh, match? Jericho was there. Ziggler uh, was there. And, and we talked about this on our post-Rumble show. Triple H competed in the match. No shenanigans. He could have had the League of uh, Extraordinary Gentlemen or whatever they're called <laughs> come in with him and, you know, pull yeah. someone out of the ring or mess with them. No. Triple H almost got eliminated himself, fought a match, eliminated Roman Reigns, and it came down to him and Dean Ambrose. Triple H wins. Uh, comes out the next night, says he's going to teach everybody, uh, you know, respect, and Roman Reigns is a piece of garbage. However, he will get the chance to be number one contender at a triple threat match uh, at Fastlane between him, his brother Dean Ambrose, and the Beast Brock Lesnar. Okay, so they're building up this whole angle where 
well, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, you can work together against Brock Lesnar, but ultimately someone's going to have to go over in this yeah. match and take on Triple H. So they're building that up. Slowly they're driving something between Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. Not that we, there was ever anything believable there before, let's be honest. Uh, and then it comes down to the match. They do work together. Uh, the finish, it, for what was a pretty good match, the finish let all the air out of it. And guess what? Raw happened this week. We had nothing, no mention of Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. There's nothing between the two of them. There's no program well, going forward. It was, it, was, it was that they were brothers. Yes. And he says, I'm going to go check on him, which is, is something on Raw we'll get to. But it, 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 it really, it, they, they, they've yeah. really separated them. And you know, I actually think that's for the better because enough. Yep. Because this was supposed to be the end of the Shield. Yes, they were brothers in the Shield, but it didn't make any sense to have them together. The, the point, the point was yeah. to have them survive on their own two feet. One of them is doing that right now, mm-hmm. even though he's nowhere near main event status. Well, he's in my opinion, but and he and, he, and he's almost over again for yeah. me. But he he continuously gets pushed down, and then there's the other who survives on the idea of the Shield. But now calls it the Roman Empire. Well, so many outs. Like, at every pay-per-view, there's an out for Roman Reigns. But they not only position him back in the number one spot, they don't explain it. They never explain why this guy that they hate, that they tried to fire, that attacked the the CEO of the company or whatever the hell, this guy who's done everything against the authority, who should be on his ass, you know, selling churros at the side of the road. (laughs) Uh, That's not like a... Racial anything. Uh, <laughs> why this guy is continuously positioned in the, as the number one contender or with a shot uh, when when they hate him so much, it, it, it at a certain point doesn't make sense. And on top of it, he's not over with the crowd. He got one pop in Philly when he won the title just because people didn't give a crap about Sheamus. And if the WWE title is going to change on Raw, it's going to pop no matter what the hell happens. Uh, and, and that's it. He's getting booed at pay-per-views, getting booed out of the friggin' building. Uh, you had your, presumably what you thought was your heel, Triple H, ravage him on Monday Night Raw and get cheers and yes chance. Is is Vince this stubborn at this point or is he saving it up for a mania turn? Like, does he have something no. planned that he's just no. like, no, 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 gonna, no, no, no. you don't think it's that? No, no there's yeah. no way. Vince, the one thing I have learned about Vince is if it's really, if it is best for business, yep. he'll do it. But this time, the, like no, the way he's built this up, he has yeah. built everything up. He is on this track. There is no, there is no side, uh, side uh, tree diversions. Track yeah. There are no diversions yeah. here. It is all full steam ahead to Mania. It is Roman Reigns's time. Yeah. Whether the fans like it or not, this is the main event we're getting. We know how this is going to end, mm-hmm. and we're gonna and we're gonna have to swallow it. But like at a certain point. This is a this is a man who has changed outcomes of matches based on it leaking. Like if someone know if if he thinks the fans know what's going to happen, he will swerve it. Shane McMahon showing up on Raw spoilers. No one saw that coming. None of the none of the smart marks saw that coming. But the, the, the yeah. thing was the thing was well, some people claim yeah. they did. I don't believe your, them. your girlfriend. I don't I don't believe them. <laughs> your girlfriend. Okay, that was coming, okay, she didn't say, yeah. she, she she didn't say that directly, but no. she said he could be doing something. Yep. And then she said she called it, but she was one hundred percent right. <laughs> I, I, I really, I really, really, really think that this time, at some point, he is pushed to a limit when it comes to deviations, and this time, he is on mark. This yeah. is happening. I, I just, I do not see it. When, when he wants what he wants, yeah. he makes it happen. There is no, and I understand that he's, he still has creative control, master control on everything. Yeah. 
But at some point, you've got to put your pride aside. And I, this is going to sound so cliche. You need to do what's best for business. <laughs> it's and it's if, really and not cliche. Someone, yeah. and, and if someone needs to go back to the drawing board like Roman Reigns, don't kick them all the way down. But slightly rebrand them, change them, make them interesting. No, no one's got like again. I I don't dislike Roman Reigns as a character or whatever, but he is not the guy who is as high up on ladder as he appears. See that's and that's that... and it's forced, and that's what it comes down to. It's Cena when he first debuted, except Cena had all the extra crap on top of it. Uh, Roman Reigns just has this. He uh, just has this character we can we count, and that's and that is yeah. that is the difference. He Cena, I I, I dislike him now. Uh, it, it's kind of like the Hulk Hogan effect, where you 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 grow up with so much Hulkamania and you're yeah. so into it, and eventually when he went to WCW, you have drowned in it for so long, you 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 need to to swim to the top just to breathe again. Yep. And in this case, right now, it's I, I I have been drowned with so much Cena, and I loved him <laughs> and I loved him when he was when he was like, just in a, caked in Cena, like basic thugonomics circa 2004. Yeah, I loved him. Not as much as some people, but I really enjoyed watching him. Now, it's and, and, but the thing is, Reigns. I can respect Cena for what he's done. Reigns has never done that. Yeah, he's never done anything. They've the Shield has won titles, but what has he really earned? Dean has gone out there and performed. Yeah, tremendously in any situation. He has taken bumps. He has gone out there and done promos. He has done things that have made him relevant. And right now, Reigns is being handed things on a silver platter. And it's to the point where his in-ring ability, in my opinion, really affects it. Because his his, his moves aren't that believable. His well, so we're looking at him more critically. Because if we're like, okay, if this guy's going to be number one, uh, does he? do I want to see more of this guy? And the fact is, like, not... Not really. He's fine. He's fine in a triple threat match, like the one we saw at Fastlane. There, but when you know inevitably that this guy who's doing the least amount of work in the ring, week in, week out, is going to be the guy in the triple threat match between him, Dean Ambrose, and Brock Lesnar, the guy who did the least and deserved it the least, is always going to be the guy who wins. Uh, it takes the air out of it, and it makes... It, it basically, as far as Mania is concerned, if we're so sure that it's just going to be Roman Reigns clean over Triple H, I, it's, I don't care. It's over. Like, I, I don't... Here we go. After I'll stop watching. Post-Mania, yeah. we find out that Roman Reigns is the leader of the, so, of the uh, Social Outcast. That's right. And they, they have in, uh, inducted uh, Ryback. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, no, Ryback's not on... He doesn't want to be on a team anymore, Andrew. No, he oh, you're right. No, he, said, yeah. he said, I don't want to be in tag matches anymore. That's right. So, you know, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens, but... Just, okay, just, let's, just, let's just, run it down as it stands and complain about some other things other it, than Roman as Reigns. It, as, it, as it stands, <laughs> the first match was the pre-show... Uh, on Fastlane, just to make sure everyone knows, we are still on Fastlane. Yeah. <laughs> so we we do we do go. Um, yes. It was Kalisto versus Alberto Del Rio in a uh, two out of three falls match. Sure. Oh, to summarize, <laughs> Del Rio gave him the first fall. Yes. With a chair with shot. With a chair. Yeah. Took a DQ. He really didn't care. You could take him for the it next. It seems two falls. like you should work for that first fall and then be like, okay, now I'll DQ him with the chair and immediately pin him again See? and win. Yeah. But Alberto Del Rio is apparently an idiot, uh, and. <laughs> It's he's, the booking of the match. But he's, but he's, but he's, but he's, but, uh, of course he's an idiot. He's part of the League of International <laughs> right. Gentlemen. You, you apparently just become a buffoon when you join that group. Uh, Alberto Rio, I like his new look. He's got a little more hair grown on, on the top of his head. He's got red shorts. Uh, I like the look of Alberto Del Rio and joining the League of, uh, what did I call them? League of Nations? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yeah. Is the worst thing that could ever happen to anybody involved in that group, unfortunately. Uh, Kalisto with the U.S. title is, uh, that title is, look at where it was with Cena. Look at where it is now. 
I don't like I said to you earlier. I don't remember him even bringing it to the ring for that six man on Raw. Uh, not that it would have mattered. It's not relevant. I don't think he did. Kalisto with that belt is not relevant. He is not a relevant champion. I'm well, sorry. I hate to say it, but he continues to keep it because yep. <laughs> uh, Del Rio hits him with a stomp. The turnbuckle. Oh, Express. Gets a three count. <laughs> yep. Yeah, didn't yeah. see that coming. When was that going to happen in the match? Uh, you know what? This match was fine. Uh, I don't know if it was a pay-per-view quality match, so maybe it deserved to be on the forward. But then, of course, we'll get back to that later. Yeah. Uh, but to finish the last one, Del Rio misses the stomp, and Kalisto drops Del Rio into the turnbuckle and rolls him for the win. Yeah. Very unimpressive finish, but what was Kalisto really going to do? And the friggin' thing that the announcers can't let go is just like, we'll finally have the the definitive match. We're going to see... Because they keep going back and forth was the whole angle of these two guys, yeah. right? So we're going to do a two out of three falls match. Whoever gets two falls, obviously, we can say decidedly, is the better wrestler. Alberto starts it with a DQ, and they both technically just got one fall each. So they're both equal, and they could revisit this if they chose. I hope they don't. I don't know what no. they're going to do. Well, I think they're done. Yeah. They're done. Uh, they're going to they're gonna find someone else uh, for Kalisto to hard, rival. Hard to build, build a program for it's, the U.S. title when he's just tag teaming. Well, yeah, and then that's, yeah. That, that's part of the problem. Uh, Give it to Ryback. The first, <laughs> the first match uh, actually in the Fastlane pay-per-view was Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch versus Tamina and Naomi. You know what? I am not even going to give this match. Oh, yeah. That was a match. Yeah, I see. That was the better of the two Divas match. And it was. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to give it uh, that much respect. Uh, Sasha Banks You don't like Becky Naomi, period. I don't like Naomi. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I find... I understand that it, it, it's partially scripted. Yep. But I watch Total Divas and I go, you know what? I can believe her as as being this this much of a buffoon. Yeah. Because she, because in the like in the earlier seasons and things that I see, she's quite um, honest and a, and a caring person. Mm-hmm. And you know, says like with uh, she, they're not Cameron, on the show anymore, eh? Uh, well, Naomi not? is no longer on the. She hasn't been in the first like seven or eight episodes of the okay. current season. So I think. I think at a certain point she was like, enough is enough. Because I, I really got disappointed because she she spoke of how, you know, she's a really trustworthy person. And it showed that way. Yep. And she couldn't work heel. She didn't know how to be bad. Then, then, <laughs> that <laughs> was literally an episode, yeah. And then she, when the whole Eva Marie thing happened, she just turned tail and insulted everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they're not telling untruths. You just wanted to tattle. And I understand that was probably a little scripted. But yet with her personality, I could see that happening. And I, I just, yeah. I just, I see, and then I see it on camera with the way she acts and her promo work, and or lack thereof. Do I? Yeah, exactly. And do I really think she's cut out for this? No. I mean, I stop disrespecting. And she's she's one of the, a, a prime example of why I think the women, because I will not call them divas, I refuse from now on. Uh, the, in the women's division, <laughs> I'm coming to hold you to it. Yeah, you can call me on it. Uh, the the women's division. Yeah. She is. They, she is one of the people who, who disrespects that division. Um, with with her with her with her with her moves in the ring and her wrestling ability, the uh, the butt she, the butt stomp. The, okay, well, no, like to be fair, like I just said, we were watching at lunch raw. Yeah. Why not? Uh, she's she's trying to vary up her move list. She's she's doing some new stuff. She's doing stuff I've never seen her do before. She is right now the diva that has been there uh, next to Tamina. The diva who's been there the longest. And if you don't watch NXT or you're not aware of the pedigree of a Sasha Banks, a Becky Lynch, a Charlotte, uh, she is the most credible women's wrestler who's been there the longest and has the longest uh, legacy, let's say. And as far as wrestling ability and notable matches go, she is tied with those other girls, whether you want to admit it or not. Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch, Charlotte included, have not had a memorable NXT-level 
a hype match. And it could be the audience. Like, they're obviously not over, like, the divas, the women, whatever you want to call them. Uh, they have an uphill battle here because it was just so lame for so long. Uh, and, you know, this is we're hoping to see the turning point. The way they, they you know, did the Divas Revolution was a bust. Um, so and you, and you know what you will see that turn I guarantee you right I now I hope so right now at yeah. Mania I'm calling it it's Sasha Banks versus Charlotte yeah. and we are going to get the match that we deserve yeah the way to the way to put that over is to put it over with the people who recognize the NXT pedigree and those are the people who are buying tickets to Mania and other pay-per-views on Fastlane they decided instead to break these two up and have instead Charlotte fight Brie, obviously, which might be her last match. We're getting to that. Yep. But uh, I thought that was the better of the two Divas matches. I like some of what Naomi's doing. I like her costumes and her look. I don't mind Naomi. She's okay. Uh, obviously, once things start firing on cylinders with the uh, with the new girls... Uh, still 0-0? Zero, zero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how everything shakes up. Obviously, we don't know what happened to Natty. Paige is obviously not in their good graces. Oh, um, I, like, yeah. like, like I said earlier, she's on strike two right now. Yeah. With Without the Bellas there, Alicia Fox is going to have to like apply for unemployment insurance. <laughs> uh, but anyways, let's move on. That match was fine. Sasha... Okay. Yeah. It's Sasha. Yeah. And well, we, might, we might as well tackle the, tackle the Charlotte match now. Sure. We mentioned it. Um, it was... It was an okay match. It was a match in which Brie Bella versus versus Charlotte. It was it was <laughs> it was a match you'd expect exactly. you'd expect on a SmackDown. Yep. It wasn't really much more than uh, that. Charlotte Charlotte walks out the winner. I will say it was it was a nice homage to Daniel Bryan though because she was sure. she was wearing uh, altered uh, Daniel Bryan's boots from WrestleMania 30 yeah, that cool. were altered to fit her, but they had. Fur and again, of course, Brie them. was not necessarily an overface, but no. with him retiring, she kind of got, you know, one shot. Brie wrestled of, as if it was her last match. I'll that, say that she took moments yeah. here and there to like sink, let it sink in, etc. And it was it was really awkward because she, they they gave her that chance instead yep. of actually trying to build. And I understand Becky Becky is over to a to a point. She's the most someone, over as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. Yep. And instead of getting the one who has been pushed back, whether it was due to injury over the Christmas season, or the holiday season, yeah. or anything like that, instead of trying to push her into something of relevancy, they 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 have her tagging with her former tag and an NXT yeah. former partner. But we don't know that. We're no, just no, talking. We, we about don't WWE. know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but they they they, they kind of give they, they they try to revitalize that for a short time, and then decide with six weeks left. Try, trying to put her in that position. Yeah, I would it's... say with Charlotte like working full heel, that Becky does get the biggest pop yeah. uh, right now. When she run in, ran on that match on Raw, for example, uh, definitely people were excited to see her. And once she stopped being scripted so terribly uh, when she first showed up, it, it's been better. When she was talking to Charlotte and saying like, "Hey, I'm not going to cheat. I just want to beat you up and whatnot." Yeah, uh, it was fine. Like that's that's the most over any person in the Divas division has been. Uh, so yeah, Brie and Charlotte had a pretty standard match. A couple miscues, as you would expect from yeah. Brie Bella. Uh, but all, all in all, was was fine. Charlotte wins, retains uh, the title. And I, I hate I, I hate to say this, but moving on to mediocrity, Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler. Mediocrity. I'm sorry, there was no reason to have this match. This match was an insult to Kevin Owens. But at least these two guys knew they were at a pay per view and like wrestled. They like did. It. They, they <laughs> did. But Dolph, Dolph Ziggler, who is has has been said this is this is just a job for him. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's I why have, he didn't win. I have I have no <laughs> desire if if he has no drive. 
He's not going to be relevant. If he's not going to be relevant, I, yeah, don't want, I don't want to see him. Mid, Brock Lesnar's that guy. Mid-card him like Val Venus. Put him on heat before a pay-per-view. Yeah, but Dolph Ziggler, no, that's where Dolph Ziggler is. He'll never rise above that. I don't see him ever winning a title until he's like finally like, ah, I might retire. But, him, but, the, the, yeah. that, but by that point, where's, where's the believability in this match? You know, you, you, you know Kevin, I understand that the, the main event is really... I mean, it was in yeah, Dolph but. Ziggler's home state. Uh, there was one point where Kevin, they were cheering for, for KO, and Kevin Owens is like, your hometown loves me more than you, which is pretty funny. Uh, Kevin Owens had his moment with Michael Cole at the end of the match. Kevin Owens did the best he could, and I, they, this felt like a pay-per-view match. It had the pacing, and the two guys were giving her in a way that I'm like, you know what? This was, as a start to Fastlane, was, was alright. I like this match. People seem mixed on it, but... You know what? At the, I want to start putting up a sign when I go to live events. I'm yeah. hoping, hoping he's there. And it's going to say Kevin Owens, carry, carrying superstars since 2015. <laughs> it's just he needed someone to fight. And uh, it, was, it was like, that, I don't want to tell you. That ended up probably being one of the best matches of the night, all things you considered. Know sadly, you know, I, yeah. I will agree with that. Uh, going on was Kane, Big Show, Ryback. Yeah, versus... what the hell? <laughs> Versus Eric Rowan, Luke Harper, and Braun Strowman. Bray didn't even wasn't even included. He was on the outside nope. sitting. In, he stole the he stole I, Byron's chair. He, he stole <laughs> Byron's chair, and that yeah. was fantastic. I loved that. That was great. Yeah, but screw you, Byron. <laughs> we've seen we've seen this match on Raw for weeks. And on top of everything, the Big Show, Kane, and Ryback won. They did what? I, no words. I have no words. On, and on top, and then Raw happens the next night, and Ryback leaves that team. That faction is over. What what did them winning on fast lane serve other than to weaken the Wyatts who currently don't have a program? And if they did, you'd probably want them to be they strong. Never had a program. Are all four of them in the battle royale? Is that what is Braun Strowman winning? But all four of them yes, are in that well, fight. And just so everybody knows that, yeah. that he is our guest to win there because there were rumors of his push. Yeah, after Mania. So well, Mark, who, Mark Henry's won it at some point. Big Show's won. It. Yeah, I thought Mark Henry at some point. I think I called it because I'm like, yeah. How, let's be honest here. How many manias does Mark Henry have left? Like, let, true. Him, let him win the big man trophy, and that's it. Um, but yeah, right, the, the team of Ryback won. Yeah, mm. Ryback, the big guy, who is the smallest guy of the six men in the in the ring. Goldberg. Yeah, Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was weird. Yeah, that was weird. And I, a match, like you said, we've seen a million times. Nothing new, and uh, this just felt like a glorified episode of Raw so far. And speaking of nothing new, though, I was slightly anticipating this match, though it was a little underwhelming. AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. Sure. This was not <laughs> the best match between the three of them. The best was the first one on Raw. Yes. This one was almost like they got their signals crossed a number of times. Yeah. And Jericho... It was messy. And I want to say, I, I understand a little favoritism towards Styles. Sure. But you could see that Jericho was a little sloppy. Well, he is... Like, he is older. Yeah. It's showing now. It didn't last time he was I, it, around. It's really hard to believe. I guess yeah. it's really hard for me to swallow because he's always been that constant well, professional. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think back. When they did the uh, the Beast in the East, Jericho took on Neville, if I'm not yes. mistaken, and wrestled a very good match. That was a great match. Uh, and then since then, Jericho, like he had that, the first match with AJ Styles was okay because I felt like it was like exciting and that yeah. kind of, the crowd was more into it. Uh, but no, this, this was actually the sloppiest of all of them. I'm happy they've moved on and... Whoa, don't, like, don't go that far yet. Oh, yeah, but credit to Jericho. Uh, as someone who's been both his opponent and his teammate now, Jericho's done a great job putting AJ over since, for some reason, AJ's not allowed to speak. Uh, he's, he's lost his voice yeah. in a deal with a sea witch. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, he did do the... Uh, he was answering questions before Fastlane. Yeah. Did it seem like he was suppressing his accent? 
a little bit. Because you've heard him when he you hear him off mic speak, he's like, "Come on, damn. he sounds like Boomhauer." It's, it's and then yeah, well, not as not, not as bad as Boomhauer. I'm, I'm but maybe uh, yeah, over exaggerating. You could tell the ac- accent is there, and it's almost like he's afraid of it a little bit. He's suppressing it. I think he was told to. Vince hates uh, hillbilly stuff because he thinks that people associate that with their product. Well, so that was, was I think that's that was, that's that, public. That, that was one of the big fears about yeah. WCW back in the day was we need to expand to more people. So the, that's why Bischoff actually canned uh, the Southern commentators and stuff like that. Jr. Yeah. Jr. used to be well, he's not from the South. He's only Oklahoma. Jr. kind of transcends that. That's just his but, voice. But, but, and, and he canned him. Yeah, he full on canned him, and he went to WWF and well, WWE quote unquote. Yeah, and boom, he's <laughs> huge. Yeah. So that's all interesting, but yeah, this this was oh, this was lame. You want to talk about lame? Edgy oh, Christian. Oh boy, do they have a new show on the WWE you now? Bet they do. They, they came out to do an interview with the New Day, and the thing is, I understand they were doing a push for their show. Okay, so back up. The New Day. Yes. Easily, usually, one of the most entertaining parts of anything they're involved in. Yeah. Um, the, their spot here at the. Go home pay-per-view to WrestleMania was to put over the Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness. Well, they didn't really put they didn't really put it over. No, I mean, actually, I have to admit the show's <laughs> actually not bad. Come on, it's please. not. I'm sorry, it's not. They're just I doing feel... Tosh Point with wrestling. That's, it, I know, yeah, but that's, that's fine. But that's why they go they go and re, they actually dub. I think part of my uh, problem with promos. the show is the name of the show. You feel like an idiot for watching it, but when you actually get down to it, you're like, okay, there's some ideas here. <laughs> when Vince walks in and they're doing, like, nonsense. Yeah. Uh, Edge and Christian themselves are charismatic and likable. Very. Uh, and they keep having the, the, the placard card come up that says, like, hey, you know, still not canceled. And I'm like, oh, they're self-aware. This could be fun. I think the name of the show is my biggest hurdle with it. Anyways, they're insulting the New Day. Yes. New Day's insulting them back. The, the, the interesting thing was they called them... The new, like the new generation, they are the new edging Christian, and uh, the interesting part was <laughs> I, oh, I, in the way they they conduct themselves. Sure, and what I, thought, what I thought was funny, yeah, they were. I'm like, oh yeah, well, duh, they're buffoons. But then they started like comparing certain things, like certain aspects to their gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know, you play a trombone, we played a kazoo, and then it really just started sinking in. I was like, oh, oh my god, they are just a modern modern day edging Christian. Because <laughs> they played the, they, they played themselves. Yeah. Edge and Christian were themselves. They were goofy. They were stupid. And then New Day is goofy and stupid. And I'm like, oh my god, this is why I like them. And that's fine. I love the New Day. Oh, um, I do too. And and this devolved into the worst Monday Night Raw I've seen in a while on well, a pay per view, mind you. Well, it made no sense because they they were making fun of each other, right? Yeah. They were making fun of each other. Then League of Legends, League of Legends, the League of Legends, the League of Nations. I'm so sorry. Comes out. Uh, with, uh, that's cut. Um, no, they start making fun of them. Yeah, and then uh, well, but they, they they come out and they're like, oh, they, they came out in the face spot. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they were they were faces, and Edge and Christian pushed them as faces, and then as they were in the ring, Nations starts making fun of Edge and Christian as New J- New Day are leaving, and then Edge and Christian leave and go behind the New Day, and then all of a sudden the tables have turned, and now they're with New Day, making fun of the League of Nations being buffoons, and that was the end of the promo. And it was a waste of time. And if you didn't get up to pee during this, uh, you had a chance to in the next segment. <laughs> oh, and how. Apparently they were short for time because R-Truth and uh, Curtis Axel were a... The match was booked during the paper... I guess they were short on time? Okay, like they so. Really okay, short, like, fair enough. Because, that explains... Because this uh, yeah. actually doesn't make sense. Because it, it, they, cause, cause there was no build-up. The social outcast just came out, cut a short promo... Our truth comes out, and you think there's something going on with Goldust. 
nothing happened. Goldust does come out and distract him. He does him. come out, but nothing, like, there was no... No. You thought they would, he would come out, and then Goldust would come out, and it would be a, it would be buffoons versus buffoons. Yeah. Like, one and a on match one, that doesn't matter. But it doesn't yeah. matter, and you, you, find, you could take something out of it, even if it's the smallest crumb, and you didn't. If you're explaining that it was, it was because they were short on time, it's making more sense now, because otherwise, why the hell isn't the Kalisto Del Rio spot in this, in this, this show, slot? This show ended... Uh, it was a uh, oh yeah it was it was quarter to the hour about quarter to the hour mm-hmm. and you that's that, that's one and ends. that's including they, that Edge and Christian garbage if they, <laughs> if they hadn't gone over with the Edge and Christian stuff and then put this match in to take up about fifth ten well not ten minutes oh, about ten minutes ten minutes I don't think it was that long was it yeah it was they let our truth and Curtis after, Axel yeah, wrestle for ten after, minutes after after uh, social outcast did their little spiel our truth finally came out to the ring they started the match. They did their little jog of buffoonery around That's the ring. That's longer than Curtis Axel yeah. has wrestled all year. And he won. Well, why wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but a gold, the gold That's dust, insane. What, what you can really take out of this is Goldust apologizes to R-Truth in the ring after the match. Truth walks to the back, leaving Goldust alone in the ring. We don't even have a conclusion to this. We've been no. watching this for a month since the Rumble. And it's still not concluded. They're still going back and forth. I like maybe, Goldust. Maybe, I, I do too. <laughs> I love Goldust. Yeah. And he's he's made to be the buffoon out of all this. Yeah. But he's far more endearing. Where than was Stardust? You know, I don't even know what he's doing anymore. He showed up in that in that intercontinental title match. Like that is it. Like that's your Stardust spot. If you need to fill some time, where the hell's Stardust? Who knows? Allude to him becoming freaking Corey again. I don't know. <laughs> Corey. Corey Cody. 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 No, no, he's Corey now. Uh new no. personality. I don't know. Like that seemed Okay, that makes sense now. If you're just telling me like, "Uh, you guys, that guy, let's let's, let's do it," um, that's that's terrible. You know what? Maybe I I I come back because we said that Corey Rhodes. <laughs> we, we, we said that something else would be the, the jewel of this pay per view. I really think that this next match was, and it was Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Demon Ramos because I thought about it until the ending. The best part about this match mm-hmm. was Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's all the match was. And the best the best spot was. And I understand that it involves Roman Reigns. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was, it was. Sorry, it was Roman Reigns going to give uh, Dean Ambrose a Samoan drop, and you could tell he waited for it. Yeah. But Brock, after being buried under the second table that he's put through, yeah, and he was buried, and they covered him. He comes in Always and good. German suplexes him while both Dean, of them, both yeah. of them, while Dean is still on the shoulders of Roman Reigns. So the the thing about this match is all I remember is Dean versus Brock. The only part of this I remember Roman being actually involved in was the finish, and they needed someone strong to drive Brock through a table twice. Uh, that was the. Uh, Mm. We got we got a couple of spots and it was it was supposed to carry it was the, the spots were supposed to carry the mash they did mm-hmm. and Roman Reigns wins yeah well he, he has he, body armor so he's immune to chair shots he 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 I think he unloaded like he you know two Superman punches and then reloaded hit his last way yeah. a spear hit his last one and good well he uh, he was in the Kimura lock Brock Lesnar seemed like he was yeah. going to make Roman tap well, Dean then, comes back in with the, the chair chairs. smacks Brock a few times smacks Roman a few times. Uh, Brock is down, just getting pummeled with chair, uh, Roman as well. Roman Spears. finds the strength, uh, again, wearing the body armor, to jump up to his feet, spear Dean Ambrose once, and pin him for the win. And again, we hear nothing. Uh, he he, he, he stares up at the WrestleMania thing, points at it. Everybody boos. Fans, well, <laughs> some, some fans are perplexed. Some yeah. fans are booing. Triple H uh, walks down to the ring in his suit with his title belt. They stare at each other. Look up at the WrestleMania sign at the ceiling. Like, it's supposed to be done at a rumble. Mm-hmm. There's well, they, nothing. They I'm couldn't sorry. do it out of Rumble because they there, botched yeah. that. And there's uh, there is nothing there. Nope. So that, 
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Fastlane. If you have the network, don't even go back and watch it. It is forgettable. <laughs> it was worse than the, the No Way Outs back in the day of yeah. February. It is terrible. No, that was uh, that was that set the bar for worst pay per view of the year, uh, and even last year. Actually, really, if you think about it. Uh, like as much as I kind of thought that Kevin Owens Ziggler match was fine, it was again just a, a band aid. So Kevin Owens had something to do because he's one of the hardest working and most entertaining people in the freaking company right now. Absolutely. Uh, and then the the final match was again like, it, dude, if I didn't know Roman Reigns was always going to win, I would enjoy him more. I enjoyed him versus Brock Lesnar uh, in the the main event last year at Mania. I thought that was a good. They worked a good match. I like Roman Reigns as that guy who's who maybe. Uh, but when you know he's always going to win, and you know that the finish is going to let you down no matter what you see during the match, uh, it it takes wind out of the entire match, to be yep. completely honest with you. He's cancer for matches now. If that dude's involved and you know he's always going to win, it's not fun. He's the guy who's cheating on an online game, basically, at this point. Essentially. You don't want to play it. <laughs> it's all about the game and how you play it. <laughs> You're failing to. <laughs> on your knees, dog. All right. So that's Fastlane. Uh, next night, of course, in Detroit, Michigan, the home of the Red Wings, the Joe Lewis Arena. A little bit of favoritism Andrew, going on A little there. favoritism. The best arena Raw has ever been in. <laughs> I like when it's they like cut... It's 20 years too old. <laughs> I was laughing earlier when they cut to outside the Joe Lewis Arena. It just looks like post-apocalyptica. Like, there's nobody on the street. And like, there's, no, there's, no, yeah, yeah. there's nobody in the back loading area. Not, no. to, not to mention, you look, at, you look at the loading area, it's still colored as if it was like 20 years ago. Yeah, well, whatever. They're leaving it. They're, they're abandoning <laughs> they, it pretty soon. They need that, arena, that yeah. new arena. Anyway... Well, they 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 show they show on Raw that Dean is attacked in the back. He shows oh, up, right. he yeah. shows up to uh, the arena in the back in an SUV, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be some random filming uh, a beating that Dean Ambrose takes when he gets there from Brock. On a cell Brock, phone camera, Brock, yeah, and Brock just charges. Yeah, I compared Dean. it to like a rhino attacking is, a jeep on the that Serengeti. Is, that is the first thing. No, yeah. It was a rhino charging him. No, well, no, no pun made to rhino at all. No, no. no. <laughs> all right. Uh, no, there's a ferocity in how he's able to close distance. That like, he does it a lot in his matches too. Like when he's pissed or when he's running to the ring, the, his ability to close distance and the ferocity involved is is. That's why he's the man. He may have missed leg day, but he's still fast. Yeah, that's right. He definitely missed some of those knees to Dean Ambrose during oh, yeah. this segment. But uh, no, he he brutally attacks Dean Ambrose. He, he charges him against the car. He beats him a couple of times. Uh, the real punishing blow is the last one where he flips him on top of the windshield of the limo. And you actually hear the windshield shatter. And that wasn't that wasn't a spot. No. Like, he flipped him on the car. And that I, was a it, shoot. It was a shoot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he completely missed. And I don't know if it was his head or his shoulder, but part of that shattered the windshield. Mm-hmm. And they made a point of showing that later. But it, the way it was filmed on a cell phone, mm-hmm. it was shown to us via a, a, a pseudo Facebook account. Sure, and the account doesn't even like the WWE page. I mean, they're probably trying to insinuate that you should like the page, but uh, that was a cool way of presenting that. It was it, it was yeah. different. I would have enjoyed it a little bit more had it been kind of underground. Like, hey guys, check this out. It should have been just. Oh, yeah, like we, instead of them reporting on exactly. it, it's like something that happened. It should, it should have been something underground. It makes it more believable, and that's the problem with the social media aspect they don't get. Maybe Stephanie and Triple H do. I don't know if this is Vince's call. This would be something Shane McMahon would understand. It was, a, it was, a, <laughs> <laughs> it was an absolutely great spot, but the problem was that they really, really didn't take full power of it. Well, it's like at the end of the day, uh, what they could do... Is is it, 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 listen? I would know how to do this. This is a thing you can do. Is yeah, record that, upload it to YouTube, 
purely as as a as a shoot as someone just uploading a cell phone picture film it as such it's it wouldn't be hard to do and just let it but like maybe let it go a week like just say it happened after smackdown or something and just let it and like have the let's wwe see, let, yeah. let, let's pull well don't maybe not pull him from live events but make it yeah. seem like he's hurt dude like and then monday it it, it rears its ugly head yeah that he's that he's been injured do like a fake you like get the wwe to fake taking down the video and then repost it there's so many things you could do to to build hype around and, and, that, and that would make it believable like these are aspects they're missing this could build so much it's almost like a 70 year old man is calling the shots and then he gets a call on his pager. <laughs> Get the fax machine. And Dean gets a fax. It's from Brock. Says he's going to beat his ass. <laughs> but we get that, and we get a recap of Fastlane, which we've already we, we've just done. Unfortunately, we have seen the night before. Uh, but this, we, there's, there was something to look forward to for this, Rob, because the Vincent K. McMahon... Vincent J. McMahon. That, that's the, that's our, our current Vince. No, Vincent J. is his dad. Oh, Vincent, Vincent K. is Oh, Vince. sorry. Yeah, I, I got yeah, yeah. confused here. Yeah. Vincent K. Yeah. Get it right. That's Kennedy, the guy who's Kennedy, spinning in his grave Kennedy, because Kennedy. his uh, his family was involved in the opening 30 minutes of Raw. Something <laughs> that I'm pretty sure he was really against. <laughs> There's too many Vincents on these notes. Oh, definitely Vin- there is. Vincent, <laughs> Vincent K. McMahon yeah. is out to present the legacy of excellence named after his father, Vincent J. Yes. McMahon. Which was uh, hyped as a comedy award on Fastlane. And it was, it was an award that's existed for a while, but only now has someone reached... Uh, the the pinnacle they just finally deserve the first uh, the first and does and, award and, and after a while after yeah. he had you know stumbled and mumbled for a little bit finally his daughter Stephanie comes out to accept the award yeah and it was you know we, at first if I hadn't heard rumblings that something big was going to happen tonight that night you know I, re- I really would have you know it, this would have been taken with a grain of salt oh look they're pumping yeah. Stephanie again that's fantastic but having known something was going to happen in the in the opening thirty minutes. I watched it, and what happened next? I mean, for for in my opinion, from my place of you know like the Attitude Era, yeah. I I was I was for the record, everyone. I was driving when this happened. My girlfriend was watching it via stream on my phone, yeah. And I had it playing through my. I had the audio playing so I could hear it over my car speakers, and she's now she's watching, and the video's cutting in and out. But all of a sudden, I knew because I heard "Here Comes the Money," and Shane McMahon comes out. And I lost it. I acted in my car. I kind of freaked my my, my girlfriend out. Yeah. I screamed, "What?" Like, oh, you know, so go see Boston. What? <laughs> over and over. I could not believe what was going on. And I thought about pulling over to the side of the road to watch this. I'm on, I, I'm on the highway. See what happens? I'm on the highway, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" See where Air Jordans? Are you? <laughs> Car pulls, car, car pulls up in front of me. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm watching wrestling. Don't go, go away. Raw. Go away. Yeah. But. I lost it, and, and, and Shane was out there to basically say that Stephanie didn't deserve this award. No. And she tells him to know his place, you left. And then uh, proceeds to tell, or ask Vince, that you know, or tell Vince, you haven't told Stephanie, you haven't told Stephanie, which we kind of don't know, but we can no. guess There's what a secret. said. There's yeah. a secret, but we can kind of guess what the secret is. Vince wants to talk to, to Shane uh, and, with Stephanie out there, and like clearly something's up. And, and and eventually we find out that he's never actually lost his place as yeah. the, the first person you know, but that, Vince, that, would, that, would, that would take over. Vince refers once to a lockbox, and he's like, when this is over, you will finally, you were going to give me the key to that lockbox. He said this in the spot. He I don't did. Know if, yeah. He's like, and you're not going to have anything over me anymore. And it's like, what? Naked uh, pictures I, of Vince McMahon? I did not uh, have sexual relations. Exactly. <laughs> uh, except without the accent. Um, so, yeah. 
to, to, to sum up, Shane McMahon's like, you've been running this into the ground, and like, this is a, a travesty, and I'm gonna, I want control of Monday Night Raw, Pops. And he says, sure. Well, at first yeah. he's, he's reluctant. No way. But he's, then, he, then, then he says, No sure. chance in hell. No chance. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I still love that song. Yeah. And he comes out with that and says, okay, fine. Wait. You can have you can have control, but you have to have one match on one night. And we can all assume. At first you're thinking, oh, man, it's going to happen tonight. But in reality, they're going to milk this. Yeah. And he says, you know what? We're going to have it on the grandest stage. And he looks up and puts his hand up. It's WrestleMania. Yeah. Big sign that's there. And he says, you're going to face The Undertaker in Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania. Yeah. And the first thing running through my mind is, oh, like, it honestly was, oh, no. Yeah. But I immediately started thinking of his, of the spots that he has done, though he actually more, was more invested in the company yeah. back then. When he wasn't 46. I know. I know. <laughs> but he looks, the way he looks now. Yeah, I get nothing wrong with Shane McMahon. He's very... He is far more suited to do this now than back then when he was still in his 20s and his his ring attire was a pair of track pants yeah. and a baseball sh- baseball jersey it was that 90s. said Shane O'Mac across yeah. the front. Hashtag. Hashtag <laughs> Shane O'Mac. <laughs> so let's I, – I, 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 honestly, I could not get enough of Shane right now and he is scheduled to be in Raw in, Chica- in Chicago already. Mm-hmm. And man, I, I really wish I could be near this tour because I would love to be there. Because he's, I understand that when he left, he decided he wanted to do something on his own. And to this point, uh, he, he's been successful. Behind, behind he, has, yeah. he has been successful. He, he is the uh, chairman of the board of a streaming service in China. And, Which I mean, who hasn't been? Yeah, yeah. but he he successfully started it yep. or helped helped. No, start listen, it. there's something to be said for the billionaire son that goes off and and says, "Screw you, pops! I'm gonna actually show that do I can, I could do this too." Yeah. Those McMahons are motivated. Let me I'm tell just, you. I'm just really interested because because uh, behind the scenes, there I'm, I'm sure I don't know what's going to happen with with him being back. But he, uh, according to sources, he has signed a performance contract, so he has no he has no stake in the board. He's not back. He's not sitting on the board next to yeah. next to his father and his sister. But why did he come back? Did his father beg him to come back and do the spot? That's, that's a really random place to reach to. Yeah. What what brought this on? Did he say, you know what, I want to come home, but I, but because because he, he dropped his presidency Cheap, of that company, cheaper than Goldberg. So <laughs> so so did he just say, I want to bring my family home, I want to be involved, but I don't want to be directly involved with the company that I'm responsible for. I just want to make myself known and take part in something my family built, yet still be the chairman of the board in China, hmm. which he's not as responsible for. When he was the president, he answered to everyone. But essentially, as the chairman of the board... He's, he's a figurehead. He's a figurehead. Yeah. He's, he's kept up to date. Which is he's, what Vince should be, but... <clears throat> and how. Yeah. But anyway, we, we've talked about this for a while. Essentially, that's, that, yeah. that's, that, that's the gist of it. What is your take okay, so on, on, where this, on where this could go and how, you, and how this could end the up? The other time I really watched wrestling was in the late 90s. And I view Shane McMahon as one of my favorite heels of all time. During that crap with Austin and stuff, and just the the sniveling uh, son of the boss, uh, and like the things he would do when he would you know hit the rock with a chair, pull him out of the ring, or interrupt a pin or something like that, just that little stuff all the time. I just hated his face. I love Shane McMahon for that. So I, I I you know I was aware Shane McMahon was gone. I knew he was like that wrestling was not part of his thing anymore. I knew he was somewhat over with the crowd for what he had been doing 
previous to him leaving, which is in 2009, I believe. Uh, 2010. 2010. Last okay. time, last time I, re- I, I vividly remember seeing him in a, in a spot or a promo was when the, the Spirit Squad, who was now, yeah. now one of them was Dolph Ziggler, uh, he, <laughs> they stood on stage, and that's when DX, the last iteration of DX with Shawn Michaels and Triple H were out there doing the skit. Yeah. With Vince and Shane, and, you know, HBK is Shane, and he's dancing. Yeah. And then when they come out there to mock them and everything else, and then basically Triple H says the one-liner, oh, well, you know what, you're actually full of crap. And then crap, shit, falls from the ceiling. Shit, in air quotes. Yeah. And it hits them, and it covers all of them, and they're drenched in shit. Yeah. That is the last, that was in 2010, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. It's, it's not 2009, yeah. but 2010. Yeah. And that's how that ended. Is, was Shane upset? I don't know. You know what? It, 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 I, I think he got to a point. Maybe that was a wake-up call for him where it's yeah. like, you know what? What am I doing? I have a diploma. Uh, I could run businesses covered, in China. I'm, I'm, I'm covered in yeah. crap. That's what the money is. And I'm, 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 I want to do something on my own. Yep. I want, to do, I, I, I want to be the boss instead of waiting for someone else to I don't know, so kick the bucket and then yeah. for me to take over. Waiting for dad to die. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, all, that's all fine. And I have no problem with him running out. I, my, I thought, and I'm an, I guess I'm a naive idiot... Uh, that this this match that Vince was pitching would be that night, uh, and that Shane. I was with you. The idea that Shane would wrestle was not even in the when, even after this whole thing was done, and it was like it's going to be at WrestleMania versus the Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell. I still read it as Shane gets to choose his fighter, like the Undertaker will represent Vince, which in of itself doesn't make any sense, and Shane will get to pick his fighter, and it's going to be Kevin Owens or it's going to be. Etc. 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 And then I thought if that match was going to be that night and Shane wins and immediately takes over Raw, he makes all these crazy decisions leading up to the event itself. I thought if you ended that Raw with Shane McMahon winning and he's like, "Cool, first order of business, Roman Reigns, you're fired. Triple H, you're going to verse the Undertaker at WrestleMania in a Hell in a Cell," uh, and then he starts getting one over on the McMahons. I thought that would be. I thought that's the idea. Obviously, they're saving that for post-mania. Well, and that's fine. And then that's, but, the, uh, that's the interesting <laughs> thing. Because they, they, it's really interesting that they didn't want to turn that for mania. Yeah. Which, which really leads me to believe there are plans for this. And that Shane is going to win. That, yeah, yeah, but like, it's okay, so... And, and the thing that sucks now is how does the locker room view this? How does well, the locker room know. look at... It, well, exactly, they didn't know. But they had, like, they had no clue Shane was there. They had no clue Shane was until he until yeah. his music hit. They kept him sequestered, just like Y two J was. Okay, when so he, when he came in, he was on his own, and he just he pic- walked. Picture out yourself there as it. a Bray Wyatt, as a Kevin Owens, etc., etc., etc. I don't know how much they're let in on. I don't know how far in advance to Mania. Obviously, when you watch something like Total Diva, sometimes it's like weeks. Yeah, like they, they don't really know. They keep them in the dark. They're just they're there every week, and if you work, you work. If you don't, you don't. Uh, so imagine you're one of these guys who's like, well, where do I fit into this WrestleMania? Bray Wyatt, where do I fit in this WrestleMania card? Do I get to fight Undertaker again? And this time, like, I win? What, what's going what's gonna to happen? And then you hear, well, no. Whoever fights Undertaker is going to be from outside the company. It's not someone on the roster. Yeah. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Like, who, who could it be? Go- Goldberg? Would they get Goldberg back versus Undertaker? Like, that would be... That's There, there here comes the money in that match. <laughs> uh, like, who's... Is, you know, is, is a legend coming back? Is it Rock? Is it... What's happening? Is this a placeholder for Cena being better? So all these things are racing, and then it's unbeknownst to you that music hits, and it's the boss's son, who's not a wrestler, is going to be poised in the top three position of one of the biggest WrestleManias of all time. And all I keep hearing is there's problems with depth on the roster. 
We've got all these guys hurt. We can't put anybody over. There's no one to take the... There's no stars. We got... You know, you got your John Cena's. You got this small group of guys that are really over and they can take part in all these main events of every pay-per-view of every Raw. We need to get guys over. We need to get guys over. Uh, well, here's this. It's The Undertaker. It's WrestleMania. Let's get someone over. And you give it to Shane McMahon. But you know, the prob- insane. The problem is, and you know, I, many people disagree with me. You might disagree with me on this. I love The Undertaker. Yep. I, I think he's past the point of putting people over. We, we've we've and, talked about this before where I don't have a reverence for Undertaker. Yeah, like you but, do. But, 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 yeah. I, but I, mean, I mean more so in the fact of like, I don't, like, I don't know if you held him in such, such high esteem that he could still put people over. He can do it from, better from, from, than... From reputation. Yeah. And then the problem is that there are there there have always been thoughts, and I don't, I, I can't name names because I don't, I don't know, but I've, I've always heard people find it insulting when they have to go up against the guy who is who was and always is the guy like Undertaker. Uh-huh. When Lesnar was fighting him, it was like okay, we know Lesnar is just a, gonna be here for a bit. Yeah, which now he's he's there more often. I I know, but at the time, Lesnar was just there for there for a little bit. Undertaker is there like. Sporadically, maybe once, twice a year at most. At this point, why wouldn't you want to put Shane against him? You're not going to waste talent on somebody else doing one match to a story that's going to go nowhere. That's not going to build up properly because Taker has no requirement to be there. But but that's part of it. Like the, okay, so the match sells itself based on the virtue of the match. But you have to look at again these these problems with. Uh, you know, they're not being all these stars. Bray Wyatt was versing the Undertaker last year, and this year he's not on the pay per view. That that's how this is Bray, shaking out. I I, th- I think Bray was more of a filler. They didn't know where to go. I th- I, th- I think last year. Yeah. When it comes to Undertaker, not Mania, it's, but it's Undertaker, they were, they were too, lost because like now we're a year later, and Bray was already getting tired last year when he was going against Undertaker. But there was some excitement to, is this the end for the like? Is this Undertaker's last match? Whatever the hell we were thinking last year. <laughs> Obviously, the dude went on to wrestle three more times over the course of the year and have some pretty crazy matches. Uh, but. But yeah, and I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a depth of the roster problem at all. I think it's the writers not knowing how to utilize all these guys and using crutches, constantly going like, you know what? We tried pushing you for a week and a half. We put you on Raw and SmackDown, and you're not over. Well, we don't know what to do. Let's give the match to. You. It's also the cookie cutter personalities. You're, sure, uh, w- w- with the restrictions. That's part a- of the writers, a- a- though. A- yeah. Added with the restrictions that are that are imposed on on yeah. them. It's like we're I'm good. Yeah. Well, show me some personality. I'm good, and, that, and that's where Kevin Owens differs. Yeah, he walks. He walks that line, but he does. He he reacts to fans. He says clever, you know, quips in the match. He's doing everything he can to so keep you invested. Quoi. You can't really say any one thing he does that makes him Kevin Owens. It's a combination of everything, and like we said, it's it's. Talking crap in the match. It's talking crap to the audience. It's the thing with Michael Cole. It's his actual God-given ability as a wrestler where he's like, he's fun to watch. He's yeah. a good wrestler. Well, and um, it's like, fine. Don't, don't do it, but make something your own. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's, that's the problem with over half that roster. Even Big Show, as, as bipolar as his character is, whether he's heel or face. Yeah. At least he's the Big Show. Yeah. Nobody, nobody else, well, very well, a few number of people have that. 
Dean Ambrose has a psychotic attitude. Kevin yep. Owens has his brutality well, and when and they're mannerisms. allowed to build on that too. Like once they get they get settled into something. And again, we point the finger at Vince all the time. We're like Vince has no idea what the hell he's doing. But ultimately, Vince isn't the one guy writing yeah. everything. There is a group of people there that the, the writers, the yeah. actors, the superstars themselves. They have to do yep. this. It's, it's the onus is also on them. We can week out. We sit here and we we see what's been presented to us, and we say, not that we know any better, but. I could see this working if you did X, Y, and Z. And the writers always seem content with doing uh, A and stopping it there. Like, if, if it doesn't work immediately, it's never going to work. And the thing that becomes perplexing then is Roman Reigns. It's never going to work. Why, it's well, never going to work. And but, it keeps happening. But you're shoving it down our throats. Yes. Uh, whereas with everything else, they're, they're like, they step off. Like, and you, and gonna, you know yeah. what? Speaking of that, I'm just going to say if people don't, believe that change is good mm. look at uh stone cold steve austin when he was the ringmaster yeah that was at, or, stu- or stunning steve austin or the, when he's put the hollywood blondes yeah when he, had the hair. he has a texas <laughs> accent he has a texas tattoo on his calf or i guess the side of his calf ankle yet he's the he's a hollywood blonde sure why not i <laughs> it's 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 not always look at triple h yeah he was sitting in a chair reading poetry Oh yeah, the uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a like a fancy like the, the, the uh, yeah. Come on, now let's let's get real. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> let's we've gone on this so. No, long. not really, because we're talking about mania. We're talking about where Shane is positioned, and again, I you, there's going to be a swerve. Like this isn't a flat out no, hell in a cell no, fight no, 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 no. between Shane McMahon well, with, and Undertaker. That's impossible. There's there's because there's more going on here because Shane is scheduled. Taker is scheduled. Yeah. This is going to evolve. We're going to learn more. And you know what? Before, maybe maybe I should wait. Yeah. Before really investing my hopes for I, this. I was going to say, like, any, I'm not going to get too far into it now just because, obviously, we are, what, five Raws away from WrestleMania? Yeah, we're five Raws away. We're that, and that alone makes this interesting. If Shane McMahon and Undertaker are, are showing up here or there and, like, they're going to actually go into this more because otherwise it's all set up. Uh, I, I, I still think Shane can, you know what? If Gold- Goldberg has said he wants his kid to see him fight, maybe it's one match. I think if Shane's really into ousting Vince McMahon and Vince is going to be represented by Undertaker, that that the angle, if pitched to Goldberg, you're going to take away Raw from Vince McMahon, come fight Undertaker, that the dude would do it. And this is dream booking. I realize that. With, but. with, 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 every, with five Raws ahead, yeah, we have so much left to uncover, and this is the first time they're actually doing that. They're, they're, they're actually... Or they just bring out Ryback and they say he's Goldberg. <laughs> and they see... <laughs> it's Goldberg! No, it's not. That's Ryback. No, it's Goldberg. That, that'd be, no, that would be great. And then Goldberg bursts from his chest. The music breathes through the smoke. <laughs> yeah. you know, ex- exhales the smoke. You know what? May... <laughs> and you think, you know what? At this point, really, with the way we've been opened at, at the time was six Raws away. Now we're five yeah. Raws away. This is going to build. Well, exactly. Anything's going to happen. If, if every Raw builds uh, at the same pitch that this one built on WrestleMania, things might be okay. Uh, but right now we know some of the card, and I mean, keep going here, I guess, with Raw, and we can wrap I, it up. Yeah, you know what? It, the middle of this card was really, really, really bland. I Missed mean, opportunity also not to revisit Shane at any point during the episode, even at the end. Okay. Just like catch him in the parking lot, be like, Shane McMahon, hold on, and then he's just drive like whatever it is, like revisit it, retouch on it. Nope. We'll find out. Whatever. <laughs> Wait a week. Gotta, gotta watch Raw now. 
that used to be how it was, right? You're like, shit, I wish they went more into that on this episode. Oh, well, next find, week. Find out on tomorrow's exciting episode. Yeah, the startling conclusion of Shane McMahon. <laughs> uh, next, the, the first match we actually finally got. Cause Actual that, that, wrestling. Yeah, we, yeah. That, that went on for half an hour with Shane. Neville and the Lucha Dragons versus the New Day. It was... New Day's awesome. They were entertaining. New, yeah, they, they entertaining. They won. They're a good team. The, the, the way they are reactionary to one another, if one of them gets thrown over the ropes, one of them runs to his side and picks him up and like asks if he's okay. Uh, you know, the, the trombone comes out here and there. Xavier was wrestling in the match. Otherwise, uh, you know, a fine match. Neville got to job to the New Day for a good 10 minutes or whatever the hell it was, looking like a complete wimp. <laughs> uh, and then, you know... Sin Cara did some cool stuff and uh, that was the match. ultimately lost. <laughs> so what do you, again, I don't know if Kalisto came out with the U.S. title. The title on him is a complete waste. I, nothing against the guy, uh, but that title means nothing right they, now. They got to do something. After that, John that, Cena made it mean something, it's it's garbage. And that title is always meant to mean more than what it is. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Put it on Ryback and let him do something stupid with it. I don't know what the hell. Have him defend it anywhere, anytime. Goldberg. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Following that backstage, Roman Reigns says there's no no update on Dean Ambrose, yeah. and that's where and that's where it stays. Roman Reigns, who just wanders the halls looking at his phone uh, during Raw, singing, that's what singing he does. Goldberg's intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman are out to the ring next. Uh, Paul Heyman was masterful. He was absolutely masterful. Yep. He breaks a mic. Uh, the way he breaks is he's, he's great. Yeah. Dean Dean comes out. He gets uh, in an ambulance. With a garbage can zip-tied to the grill. Go back and watch that. It's zip-tied to the grill. I never actually noticed that. I could I, not I, help I thought, but notice I, that. I thought, I thought he hit it. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that was what was implied, but it was oh, zip-tied to the grill. That's, so That's it's, really yeah, sad. Yeah. Essentially, he goes to the ring. Uh, Brock beats him up. Brock's walking away, away, away smiling. <laughs> Steps on his face. He steps on, he steps on his face. And the, the awesome. mic, and the mic was dropped kind of like yeah. uh, intentionally in front of Dean. Mm-hmm. Dean grabs it and says, that's all you got. And then he F5s him outside the ring, which yeah. was wow. Knocks him out, smiling, and they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Paul that's, Heyman gets down on all fours and tells him he's got, got his match. He's got you, you've yeah. got your match. They can appara- Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman apparently communicate via ESP because I didn't see them share any words. Uh, but Paul Heyman assumed that Brock. Would well, be he okay is his client. That's right. He is the agent. I don't he's, know he's how that for, works. He's, he's looking for work. Yeah, he's not getting. A, he's not getting a title <laughs> match. He might as well kick someone's ass. <laughs> but it's you know what the thing with Brock Lesnar is just like if he's the champion, he's he's a believable champion, and who's going to take the the title off of him? But you, you also know that he's kind of uh, he's like a gun for hire, and if he just wants to kick someone's ass, he's fine with that being all that's at stake. And uh, great mania booking. That's actually not bad. I'm going to see. You're going to get to see a man get his ass kicked two ways from Sunday. And even if he loses, Dean Ambrose can go way over in this match. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, just putting up with the beating he's taking. You and that's kind of been his he's, character. He's, the funny thing is he's going to get put over before Roman Reigns. He's already if, if, over if, more if, than if, Roman if Reigns. Not, if he's not already over. No. He, Dean Ambrose is a mid-carder that's a more believable main eventer <laughs> than Roman Reigns is in any, in any capacity. Um, people were seriously thinking, like, what if Dean Ambrose wins and he fights Triple H at Mania? It's like people are like... Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't that work? Because you're looking at the roster and you're like, that, yeah, who's left? Like, have him hold it until Rollins gets back? What the hell? Yeah. And Rollins is coming back a face or they don't know what the hell they're doing. At a certain <laughs> point, Rollins needs to come back and, like, curb stomp Stephanie through center block or something. <laughs> something crazy is going to happen. I'm calling it. Well, speaking of crazy, the next match was booked by an insane person. The Usos versus the Ascension, but before the match, yeah. the Dudleys come out and cut a promo on the Usos. They're heels. 
We get it. Yep. They're going to have a match at No Mania. more tables. No more tables. We're as, heels, tables. as heels, they don't use the tables. We said this two weeks ago. We said yeah. this We said this last week. We're saying it now. And the no crowd boos. Tables. So fair enough, it's working. They boo them. The Usos win the match with super kicks. I, I watched the match. I don't remember it. It's I remember I remember the beginning of the match when the Dudleys came out. And that was yeah, it. this was an all tag team Raw so far. And I think the next match is a tag team too, isn't it? Or is it Divas? I uh, don't. Next match is ends up being AJ Styles and Chris Jericho versus Kurt, Curtis yep. Axel and Heath Slater. That's uh, a tag team match. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, this is you don't stop. Why to AJ? Don't book <laughs> AJ Styles in a tag match now. No, he's 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 gaining steam now. He's stagnant, mm-hmm. and you don't have to, you don't have to gain steam like that strongly. Book him against someone else again. Yeah, get him, get him going against someone other than Chris Jericho. Do you, do you want to see him in the IC title picture? Or you want to see him having just a great you know match? That would have actually been really entertaining. You want someone opposite Kalisto? No, no, Kalisto is the US champion. Is he? Yes. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. No, you, I'm talking. Ca- no, I'm talking no, no. Mania. You know what? No, yeah. put him in the US title. He's as acrobatic as Kalisto. There is some crazy stuff that they could do. Mm-hmm. Crazy spots. Okay. Or or against Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens yeah. can still do the, do that stuff too. Well, that's just it. Do like it. There, there there deserves to be at this point a cruiserweight title if all the the big guys, as it were, are going to be can, you know for the IC title for the WWE title. Uh, there's nothing wrong with a, a cruiserweight. I don't know why that went so over in the '90s and they're trying to move away from it constantly. Uh, really establish the US title. Be the you know, foreigner, <laughs> foreigner cruiserweight title, honestly. Have Neville, have Kalisto, have someone like AJ Styles be in contention for that. You can work some crazy matches. Having him in a tag match is a waste of having that guy being called up. And, yeah, enough with the Jericho at a certain point. Yeah, we, we, we got to end uh, it. But, believe, yeah, no, like, Kevin Owens is a guy who's believable heat with literally everybody. So, book him any way you want at Mania, but make it good. Don't, yeah, don't make it Ziggler. We, we got, got to, just got to stop paying attention to the AJ Styles and Chris Jericho thing. It served its purpose. Yep. Let it go. Yep. Let's move on. Uh, well, for, 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 for at, them and this. At the end of the day, Chris Jericho needs to have a match at WrestleMania. Chris Jericho is not in the Battle Royale. Chris Jericho is a guy who gets a spot at WrestleMania. And follow me here. Right now on SmackDown, it's AJ Styles and Chris Jericho and a mystery person versus the new day it could be it, by the time you anyone listens to this they'll know who it was and as far as we know it's mark henry uh <laughs> as it usually is uh we're, we're, we're in canada we go this a day early but do you think they're stupid enough <laughs> to uh, position aj styles and chris jericho for the tag belts against the new day no uh good i'm, I'm happy no. you feel that way no. but that doesn't no. mean it doesn't happen they're dumb yeah they're not that dumb because you have all these... Okay, so the Usos and the... You would assume that the Dudley boys are involved in a WrestleMania match? Yes. With the Usos, but it's going to be in a stipulation match. So should there just be a four-way match? For, a four-way tag match? Like a ladder match? No, that won't happen. Okay. No, sorry. With those two parties, maybe, there's going to be a gimmick involved. But... But on its own, without the, the belts at stake, do people care about the Usos at WrestleMania? I know they are the Grammy award-winning. Whether uh, that's that's, oh, yeah, that, was, that was a good mistake. <laughs> uh, whether we like it or not, it's going to happen. Okay. Whether sure. they're, 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 they're aiming that way. There's no titles, title involved. There's, they're building heat between the two parties. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Backstage, Triple H, Stephanie, to talk about Shane's return. Let it go. 
Stephanie then tracks down <laughs> Reigns and tells him that he has a match tonight. That was you want to tell him or should I? That that was pointless. Reigns has really bad uh, peripheral vision because while he's walking down the hall with his cell phone, he's constantly shocked by people sneaking up on him. JoJo at first, and then I uh, was Stephanie the second time, right? It's pathetic. Yeah, it's, it's really bad acting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Just when you think the acting couldn't get worse, Goldust brings a cake to our truth to apologize for messing yeah. up his match last night. Our truth rejects him, and. His cake. The golden the truth cake. is inevitable, Andrew. The golden truth is inevitable. Then, then, then he smashes the cake in Goldust's face and leaves. Goldust was the true piece in yeah. this in this entire thing, in this entire program with the two of them. He is the best thing. And right now, I just don't know where they're going with this. I, They've gone that, too long. It's kind of confusing. It's like, because you're trying to really think about, like, what the hell would I want to see that needs this big of a build? This is the most consistent buildup on wrestling in the past two months. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna see the error in his ways, R-Truth. Yeah. Tag belts right there. New Day versus R-Truth. For the Golden Truth. At WrestleMania. Oh, boy. <laughs> but no, seriously, I, I don't know where they're going with this. I don't know how I, they're building this it's up. It's very perplexing. I, I really thought they were going to go. They were going to go Stardust, Stardust versus Goldust for Mania. Yeah, and they and, and, and Cody was going to come back, but me be more like his father. Okay, so there's still there's still room for that to happen. In uh, Goldust cuts the promo, or like there's still you just have an apropos of nothing. Goldust versus Stardust match. Stardust maybe gets the ascension down to the ring, and they just start beating the living shit out of Goldust and our truth comes and saves him. That's an angle that you're like, oh man, for as much as this guy hates him, he's been an annoyance, he comes and saves Gold Dust, and inevitably the golden truth uh, is upon us. Uh, but at the end of the day, who cares to see that? Is <laughs> the problem. It's a fair point. At a certain point, who cares to see Stardust anymore? As much as I like the guy and that he's really committed to that character. They've taken him out of relevancy, though. There's a guy, like we said earlier, Dean Ambrose has got his thing, Brock Lesnar's got his thing. Stardust, more maybe like middling, but kind of has his thing. But is never allowed to build on it or get any any heat other than against Stephen Amell. Yeah. Which he still is doing. Yep. Uh, Stephen Amell was at a Comic-Con of some kind and Stardust presented him as Slammy because uh, Stephen Amell's going to auction it off, obviously, for charity. But yeah, uh, he, Stardust, he interrupted the panel. Yeah, Stardust yeah. interrupted the panel and then uh, threw a, a glass of water in Stephen Amell's face. So things are heating up. For another WrestleMania as well? Oh, yeah, it's SummerSlam, I, I can't, right? I, can't, yeah. I can't wait to watch another match between uh, Stardust and someone who can wrestle, uh, has re- less wrestling ability than Shane McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Uh, He's got stunt ability. <laughs> just when you think it couldn't get worse, Ryback and Big Show and Kane versus Harper, Rowan, and Bray Wyatt. So, okay, so the Harper family... Again, the, the all-tag team match version of Raw. I don't know why. Whatever. So we, we got we got Harper, Rowan, and Bray Wyatt. So we lost Braun Strowman, but yeah. we gained Bray Wyatt. It was sure. It, it was and Bray starts the match. Too. He does, and we take out one piece, put another one in. Yeah. The only thing that, that that's that I'll say about this match that was interesting was Kane has the hot tag. He's in the ring. He's about to choke slam someone. <laughs> Kane has the hot, hot tag, <laughs> <laughs> and. Ryback just says screw it and leaves and walks away. Uh, no, sorry, Ryback doesn't say screw it. He just leaves. Oh, he just leaves. Well, <laughs> in, in, in his mind, in yeah. his mind, if you, if you assume that his character says screw he it, should have had a thought bubble pop up, yeah, pop up video. Like, like, Ryback's like, like, I don't got. Time. I'm hungry. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for this. Yeah, and sweet just, brown, and, and, and just leaves. Yep. Sure. Kane, Kane and Big Show lose the match. Kane gets taken out by, There's a little by mis- the Wyatts. When I was watching the match, I got confused as well. Uh, Kane's distracted by Rabak leaving and misses the tag between Harper and Bray. Uh, he then go- I think it's Harper. It might have been Eric. Who, gives- who-, who cares? Uh, he goes to chokeslam. The wrong guy gets uh, sideswiped by the guy who's the actual legal man who pins him, and they lose. Big Show's 
uh, to sleeping or something during all this. I don't know what's going on. Uh, and then Ryback's backstage and, and basically exclaims, I got to do this on my own. No more tag bullcrap. I got rid of my shirt. Time to gain a belt. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's- he, he mentions, again, the brass ring and the glass ceiling. Uh, kind of breaking the fourth wall of what everybody's saying, where she's like, there's no one around to actually do this. And Ryback's the, the go-getter who would be like, I'll do it. But everybody's like, no one wants it to be Ryback. Sorry, Ryback. <laughs> um, <laughs> you look good. You wrestle mediocrely. Speaking of looking good, Sasha Banks versus yeah. Naomi. The match... I'm a may yay 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 zing <laughs> <laughs> We saw half of half of this, this match yeah. in the tag team the night before. We got them again. Sasha taps at Naomi with a bank statement. Cool. The real part of this was that uh, afterwards, Charlotte and Ric Flair come out on stage and they cut a promo. Becky also and, attacks Tamina. And, and Becky yeah. attacks Tamina and she's in the ring. But the real part of the interesting part of this is that, to me, Charlotte is dressed up like Nikki Bella with with the jeans. And she actually has this, it's the same top that Nikki yeah. wears. Except and, Nikki fills it out a little better. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Okay, but like that didn't serve the promo other than she came out pretend kind of sounding like Nikki, like doing a a, a Nikki impression. Yeah. Uh and then that wasn't really part of the promo past it that. It was it was it wasn't part of the promo, but it was it was meant to just be kind of one of those little things that like yeah. I beat I beat Nikki, I took her out and yeah. now here I am. I'm still on top. Like Cesaro wearing and Tyson Kidd's armband. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, but at least, yeah. at least they were a team. They were. <laughs> I'd be down for that if Charlotte took a piece of clothing from every diva she defeated. So she's got like the Sasha Banks rings and like the Becky Lynch uh, goggles and the what, what, Nikki, what, what, Nikki what, shirt. What is she like? Those? Uh, I guess she could she could promote those uh, WWE action figures. Yeah, you, yeah. You're like Seth Rollins is a samurai. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, someone's gotta. <laughs> but she, they cut a promo and. Uh, she says that Becky and Sasha will have to wrestle each other to find out who gets a shot at the Divas, Divas title at WrestleMania. Charlotte says this. Yes. She has that authority. She apparently has okay. that authority. Fair Either enough. that or was, or was allowed by the authority... To go do that. To go let them yeah. know that this is, this, is, this is something that's happening. Also, happy birthday to Ric Flair. It's today, I think. Woo! Yeah. That's a woo for you, Ric. Doesn't look a day over 105. He doesn't at all. <laughs> and he can still get in that ring. Yeah. Where he dances next oh, to his yeah. daughter. Which was the most entertaining part of that entire promo. Nothing wrong with Ric Flair. But wrong with little Ric Flair. We're going to get a, a number one contender shot. Uh, it's it's a foregone conclusion to me that it's going to be Sasha versus Charlotte. Who goes over, though? Mania. Honestly. It, know what? And this is the thing. They both will. Because after this match... I mean, like, who actually wins? <laughs> who yeah. wins? Yeah. Sasha. But after this match, it's not going to matter. I guarantee. Because they are going to put on such a good show. I have so much faith in these two when they're allowed to let loose. And if you let them cut loose, they can perform. Kick off their Sunday shoes, Andrew. I can't believe that... Apparently, Bailey uh, met behind the scenes yes, at WWE. Yes, I should have mentioned that. Yeah. You're right. Uh, she Instagrammed a photo of her standing in front of one of those uh, clouded cut uh, doors in WWE headquarters. And she says, I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got an important business meeting. And she is at the headquarters. What that means, we don't know. Maybe she's going to be involved. Maybe this will be, four, maybe this will be a four... Four-way. No, not four-way. We're going to have a number one contenders match. She's going to in- interrupt it. It's going to be through DQ. And I don't know but, that she needs to be. I think a, th- a triple threat would be more a than A triple threat would, but we all know how bad WWE is at triple threats. I mean, sure. <laughs> though, though it, was, it was acceptable, the Fastlane one, yeah. the, the main event. It was like, okay, we're going to can that person. Okay, we're going to can that person. They have the ability to have two groups going on at once. Yeah. And they should be able to sustain that, and that makes it more interesting. A triple threat for Mania would just be... Mm-hmm. 
really, really boring. Uh, c- c- especially, especially when you yeah. have that talent level, and you and you and you're what you're trying to do. You've got Bailey, who is above, and I, I don't, I can't remember if you really follow NXT. I, I watch the pay per views right now. If you watch the last Takeover, the difference between Nia Jax and Bailey is so big. There is no one. There's no one to compliment Bailey whatsoever. It's actually detrimental to that, Bailey. Yeah, that yeah. gap is so big that now Bailey is suffering, and she would do better with the four of well, mm-hmm. the four horse women, yeah. as they put it. They could always just bring Sasha back to NXT. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Hey, Neville's fighting Finn Balor uh, yeah, just, right as we speak. But no offense, or yesterday he, uh, he deserves to be down there, though. Hey, whoa, Jesus! Yeah, I'm sorry. That's that's, that's, that's really that's blunt. Rude. But Holy. now we have backstage. <laughs> Stephanie wonders. <laughs> Stephanie wonders if it if uh, Shane is what Shane is holding over Vince, uh, and that she refuses to work for her brother. Vince says the odds of him defending the Undertaker are astronomical. Of course, they're going to say that. They're going to be confident in their in his decision. Yeah, Vince is pretty pretty sure of himself. He's like, yeah, I'll stick the fifty year old guy on him. <laughs> It's my best option. And now we're main evented by Roman Reigns and Sheamus. The, the other League of Nations members are at ringside. Sheamus looks less stupid. He does look less stupid. He, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't have the tassels of the I always said, chin. if he did one or the other, he would have been fine. He did both, and it made him stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but this match was pretty much what you get from the both of them. But the, it, really, it really served the point of we're going to build the main event time, and, we're, and Triple H is going to interrupt. He comes yep. out. At this point, it, it, I, I, I want to suspend my belief here and say that Triple H told the League of Nations that he was going to be coming out. So they, they walk away. I don't need your help. They, they leave the ring Oh, area. otherwise they just disappear for no reason. Exactly. They disappear yeah. for no reason. So I'm gonna, I just I, want to point I, out that Rusev that. is trying his hardest to make himself seen on Raw by yelling funny things into the microphone at ringside. Because uh, Wade Barrett and Del Rio uh, did, did not need to be... That's no. a waste of talent. Absolutely. Uh, and that's a black hole of a faction. Because, uh, Jesus, it's not doing any of those guys no, any favors. Nothing but at all. It's a place for them to be until they're needed. And at right the way that it's going right now, they'll be there forever. <laughs> so Now, the, the, the big part of this is Triple H attacks Roman. Roman actually gets the upper hand early outside the ring. Sure. They, uh, Triple H, again, they, they, they go back and forth. They end up outside the ring next to the commentary table. Triple H smashes his face numerous times into that table. At that point, because of the match, a little bit of the match, and after the little bit of the beating, Roman is not incapacitated, but he's, you know, he's leaning yeah. over. Now, after... It, it looked like a decent beating. It looked like well, a decent yeah, beating. Uh, and the, cam- yeah. the camera goes to focus on Triple H, and there was a point to that, because at that time, while Roman is hanging over, and all, of, all three of the English commentators uh, are back off their seats against the wall... Byron moves, and this is off fan footage, yeah. I should say, first of all. But leave it to Byron to botch this. He, yeah. <laughs> he has a blood bag that he takes out, and he did a good job of covering it with his own hand downwards. Yeah. So if someone did have something, you can't really tell what it is until he actually slides it and backs up towards Reigns. Reigns like, doesn't even kind of grab it. He kind of hooks it with his arm yeah. and brings it close and then pops it at his nose, in his face. Yeah. And when Triple H goes to grab him and pulls him up and the camera's right there, you see that Reigns is busted yeah. open. The it's, effect on TV actually works really well. It, it did. The issue being that they're not allowed to have blood on TV, and this was not... He busted his mouth open on this table. You see that the intent was, let's make this guy have a bloody face, uh, at which point, again, Vince uh, can do whatever he wants. Breaking the rules. And, I, and I've heard <laughs> that the, it, we, we're supposed to expect a little bit more blood. of an edgier <laughs> Raw yeah. going to Mania. People saying pissed off. 
Yeah, getting bleeped yeah. out like saying piss boop. Yeah, guys zip tying garbage cans in front of ambulances. <laughs> but <laughs> he, he beats him up a little bit more. Uh, the medical team, referees come out with gloves. They try to get Triple H, you know, back off, back off. Then the medical team comes out to look at him just to kind of reinforce the fact that he's hurt, which he wasn't. Just going to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, then Triple H kind of walks, walk, backs up a little bit, and then decides he wants one last shot. Takes the top set of stairs off the stairs, pushes everyone away, grabs Roman Reigns, pedigrees him onto the like. Well, he's kind of yeah. off the steps, but face smashes into the uh, into the steps. Reigns falls. He's done. Now, what put him over? I think he wanted to be the bigger face than than Shane tonight because he does the real the. Uh, yeah. Roman Reigns, cocking Superman the shotgun. Punch, cocking shotgun reload yeah. of his of his fist, and then Gives tells him, him to crotch crotch yeah. chop and suck <laughs> it. Walks away, grabs the title, stands on the stairs to uproarious applause. He got a huge <laughs> amount of pop every time yeah. that Roman attacked Triple H. He was booed every time Triple H attacked Roman. He was over. Hmm? He was over. He didn't. He just had to like if he so, flicked them, so the crowd would go. So nuts. you have what is perceived your lead baby face bloodied. Face down on the ground, you have the bad guy who's the lead of the authority who runs the company, and he, he's yeah, he's had it out for this guy all this time. We're supposed to sympathize with Roman Reigns, who he's just bust, he's busted his face open and uproarious applause. What happens? Uh, so so okay. So if you're just like uh, if you don't know anything about wrestling, like if I showed this to someone, like you're just like they didn't know the, the players involved, but I explained to them the concept of face and heel, and and, and there if they watch that segment. They are 100% of the time going to say, like, well, Triple H is the good guy because the crowd loves him and he's coming out to beat up this, this a-hole, presumably. Like, the, the crowd hates this guy. What did he do? It's like nothing other than be repeatedly positioned in the number one spot and do nothing to earn it. And that's it. Over time, the course of two, three years, uh, that this is what it becomes. That a bad guy can come out and, you know, Vader can chop Ben Kenobi in half and everybody's going to cheer. Like, it's, it's, it's completely backwards. You didn't? Uh, yeah, like yeah, he chopped him down, making him more powerful than ever before. Uh, it's it's completely topsy turvy and backwards, and and Triple H is a face. Congratulations, and, your face turned. And, and there were pictures of Reigns with a nose. Yeah, uh, we were mentioning before the match, his his nose looked ajar. Like yeah, he apparently when, needed surgery. Because when I when I watched it live, I didn't notice it, and then they had him afterwards. Apparently. The reason that they showed him bloodied and beaten was so when he had his minor surgery, there was a story to go along with it. And they, they would use yeah. that to propel uh, it forward and give it more heat. But unfortunately, someone caught a photo. Yeah. I mean, even when I looked at it again, we watched Raw again. His nose wasn't busted up. Maybe it came from the interior, but most of the yeah. blood was on top of his – on the bridge of his nose. The effect was was pro- – I'm not – if the, you're the, not a doctor, the, the, the effect the, the is effect, fine. The, the, effect, the effect was proper. Yeah. But the video... It's a comic book, dude. Yeah. The, the dude attacked the other dude and he beat him up so bad he made him bleed, which is not something that happens in that universe. I, Guys I, are getting I, beaten to a bloody pulp and there's no blood. It's, it's just hard because it's it's like when you get older and you realize there's a Santa Claus. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's a PG product, man. There could be young kids listening. Don't listen to this with your kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a Santa Claus. His name's McFoley. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, here's something worrying. Remember I was talking about, like, uh, a tag team thing and, like, what are the Wyatts going to do? And there's four of them. The whole thing is just, like, the tag team champions, there's three of them. The Wyatts, there's four of them. Uh, both Bullet Club members that are also coming over from New Japan have signed with WWE and could could 
there's that the Max Four with Jericho. Yeah, that, no, that see that and that was and the, then they're that, the new Bullet Club with that Jericho. Was, well, that was, that was the theory, but they see the interesting thing is that WWE actually trademarked Baylor Club. Okay. <laughs> the, th- the theory was they're trying to recreate the Bullet Club when Finn Balor, because Balor was part of the Bullet Club. Yeah. So what they're going to do is they're going to take those members of the Bullet Club. Yeah. They're going to join with Baylor, and now they're the Baylor Club. Are they going to start in NXT and come up and beat the New No, Day? no, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you know what? That wouldn't be bad. That's the only team I would be okay with beating the New Day. No other tag team deserves it. Period. And for the record, it's been noted that Baylor will not be making an appearance on the main roster until uh, this fall. Good news the for the New Day. That's a lot of pay-per-views where they get to win. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. If you give that belt to anyone else, I'll be real upset about it. Because no one else deserves it. Longest uh, running uh, tag team champions. That's right. I hope. The New Day. Why not? They're, listen, there's a bunch of different records you could hold. You could be the longest holding champions. You could be the guy who's won it the most. Uh, you could be the shortest. That's not so great. Hardcore champion. Yeah, you can be the hardcore champion. Anyway, uh, that's, I think, more or less going to do it for Sultans of Slam. Uh, obviously, uh, with five Raws to go, where every week should be, you know, a surprise on Raw, let's be honest. At, at certain parts of Raw, we should be on an edge of our seat. If we're not, then they yeah. screwed up. That's right. The edge or Christian of our seat. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and that seat's going to reek of awesomeness. <laughs> Anyhow, well, for myself, Lee, and for Andrew, this is the Sultans of Slam for February 25th. You can interact with the show... Anyway, uh, you want, either uh, review us and leave a comment on the turn-based attack on, on the, uh, the podcast thing, of course, on iTunes. Andrew's working diligently soon uh, to make Sultans of Slam its own portal, maybe it's, post some news and, and your own and take. It, and it is happening, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. He's it saying happening. it's happening. It's, it's happening. going to happen. Uh, otherwise, you can reach us at turn-based attack on Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash turn-based attack on Facebook. You can email me, lee at com. As always, if you want to interact, leave a comment anywhere. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it on the show here. That has been our catch-up uh, Sultans of Slam There's a lot of it uh, We'll hopefully have some shorter shows leading up to Mania uh, Now that we're back in the swing of things And if things continue to be interesting We'll have something to talk about Let's be completely honest That's it There isn't any more Slam and welcome to